0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Game Scoop. I'm your host Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week is Justin Davis, Scoop. Sam Claiborne. Scoop, <laughs> <laughs> <Why did> the <that laughs> like <a> deer, and <laughs> <in> the headlights. <laughs> He realized he hadn't come up with anything clever. Yeah, I didn't have anything to do. uh, Okay,
1: Uh, I got some clever stuff for later in the show. So (laughs) stay tuned.
0: (laughs) And uh, joining us for his first appearance on Gamescoop, a new addition to the IGN editorial team, Philip Musin, who's been brought on to head up our Nintendo coverage. Yes, what's going on, everyone? Philip, welcome to the show. Yes. Uh, Tell us about your gamer self. You're focusing on uh, Nintendo here for us at, at IGN, although not exclusively. But what's your favorite game of all time? My favorite game of all time
2: um, is actually a Nintendo game, surprisingly, and it's uh, A Link to the Past. Mm, that is okay. not only my favorite game of all time, it's my favorite Zelda game, of course, yeah. and I don't know, I just have so much history playing that game, it's sort of what got me into um, playing games very seriously and taking them seriously. Can you so, beat it in five minutes? Definitely not. Damon, no.
3: uh, Phillip, definitely we have can. a video for you. Philip can, can. Okay. can stay. You can.
0: Okay. All right. That's good. All right, you got the uh, Justin thumbs up. What's, what's your favorite 3D Zelda game, by the way? My favorite Ocarina of time. Okay.
1: Yeah.
4: Mm. Mm.
0: Great. Cool. And uh, Philip comes from us. He had a very popular YouTube channel uh, that uh, caught our attention. <laughs> uh, so good. Um, like you might have out there. Let yeah. us know. It's true. Yeah, we like to we like to keep tabs on that sort of thing. Sure. Yeah, uh, we've got a great show for you this week. We got to talk about Sony's uh, Paris Games Week conference. We're going to talk about some uh, distressing news about. Uh, Arcade shooters and smaller, downloadable Is, arcade games. very sad. Yeah. Is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 okay? I, I, got, <laughs> I got bad news for you, it Sam. It still exists. No! <laughs> you
3: can still go back and play it.
0: But first, we've got about a week of Super Mario Odyssey under our belts. Oh, boy. At this point. Uh, and ironically, uh, we the three of us might have played more than Philip just because he was moving over the weekend up to here yeah. to San Francisco. In two yeah, weeks,
1: you. you moved your whole life. But you in, played a little bit of Mario, right?
2: Yeah, I'm about like I want to say about 120 moons in right now. There you go. So I'm not it's too Not too far in, I don't think, because I know that there's a lot of post game. Well,
1: now are you trying to play through a bunch of levels? or Are you trying to stay in one and get everything?
2: I, you know, I started trying. I started playing as a completionist, trying to get through mm-hmm. everything, just because I knew that I wasn't working on a review for this game. So like you're in that. the second <laughs> level. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's how I started out. But then I really kind of wanted to catch up and get into it and see what it was all about. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just kind of finishing it as I go, and then I'm going to go back and try and 100% it, so. So, so
1: what kingdom are you on?
2: Um, I just got past New Donk City, so whatever Great. one that. And is. the oh, end of New uh, Donk City is so cool. Incredible.
1: So good. So I have good news for you. Uh, it might be bad news, but we're just going to tell you what happens after all of that, and then the ending of the game, and then you'll be caught up with us. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Good oh, news. Don't do that.
3: Spoil no, the whole thing. No, no, <laughs> no, no, we won't do that for our
0: <laughs> listeners It's either.
3: the only time in my life I've cared about spoilers in a Mario game. Though. Really? No. I mean, yeah. I don't think anyone cares how Galaxy ended. Like, they're great (laughs) games, but it's not a game where like there was moments or like even story. What about that Invisible Mario
1: painting up the town? Yeah. Okay. That's a sunshine. What's up with that guy? Uh,
0: Yeah. So I started playing Odyssey Friday night. I beat it Monday night. Probably the shortest amount of time I've ever beaten a Mario game yeah, in. Yeah, uh, I
3: beat it Friday to Sunday. Yeah, yeah, beat it is a little misleading, right? Well, because you've you seen maybe the, one fourth or one
0: fifth. That's the, the thing. Game. You finish the campaign or the story, and but then uh, yeah, the, you're right. Yeah, most of the, of, the of the game thing. is the end game content. I think. Mm-hmm. There's so
3: much more after the credits roll than I think people expected. And I like so some games are kind of brought down by their ending. Like Shadow of War, even if you love that game, I don't think there's any denying that it just kinda goes on and on and then and then it doesn't it doesn't match like the opening of the game. Whereas a game like Mario, I think is elevated by that ending to a degree that, you know, I don't want to spoil it for, you know, Philip or anybody else out there, but it, it, it pays homage to what's come before with Mario while also being fresh and inventive and new. It's really, really wonderful. It's impossible to play with having a big smile on your face, and I absolutely think it elevates the material. You'll have it. exactly 700 more things to do. And then it <laughs> ends, and then there's so much more yeah. post-game content. Entire worlds, new things in old worlds, really unexpected yeah. stuff. It, it's it's So a, why roll the credits? I don't get well, it.
0: Well, I think... Well, you know, most nobody nobody finishes games you know we talk about that yeah. frequently you know so actually making it through to the end of the story and seeing the credits doesn't take that much time as we've we we're just talking about right yeah and but I, you... so
1: i guess my point is there's a pacing in like sunshine yeah. and mm. galaxy which well especially 64 which forces you to get a pretty high number of stars before you can move on more than half usually and and like you have to like like really figure out some tough puzzles before you move on and this it puts all the easy stuff in front of you to get to the end and you can just knock all that stuff down and then you go back and do the hard stuff. So I just felt like the pacing and the gates were different. I don't think they're bad. I'm yeah, just saying like different. it was just yeah. different. I was just surprised when the credits rolled.
3: Yeah, that's an astute observation. Like you it's easy as heck to beat this. It's sort of the best of both worlds. You get to have the satisfaction of closing the story and experience a certain amount of success, but the game itself is still very long and challenging and interesting, you know, once you dive back in. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Like, the replayability factor of it is so amazing. Mm -hmm. And the fact that they did include so many unlockables and all of those. There's over 800 moons, right? But you can, I guess, get up to 999, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, there's just so much to do. And... Honestly, like just playing that game, just brings so much natural happiness out of me. It just puts me in a good yeah. mood, no matter what like I'm doing at the time. If I'm playing it, I just get so excited. So you guys, your re- costume that you yeah, have Mario seriously. About? I like wearing the Mario suit, but I like wearing the backwards hat. Ooh, yeah. Okay. So like, I'll change. That's it up the mechanics hat. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, it says Famicom on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh wow, I didn't buy that one.
1: I definitely was more excited to play this game than many others, uh, and and I have such fond memories of playing Mario games. And I was thinking about them the whole time I was playing. And I think that's really cool about it. And Damon, you brought up something when we were talking. You said that you played Mario sixty four, you know, like an entire semester of
0: college. Yeah, I spent like an entire semester of college playing Mario sixty four, <laughs> but I beat Odyssey over a weekend. Yeah, so it's totally different. But I don't think it's. But will
3: uh, you continue playing yes, it? That yes, that's the thing. That's, I, I think I could.
0: I yeah. think I could play for a couple more months just get, you know, mm-hmm. collecting moons. Yeah. You yeah. Know, it's, so it's great just,
3: for the Switch. I don't know if it was a deliberate design decision, but the fact that. Each moon is just a couple minutes long and there's you yeah. know over 800 of them makes the game easy to pick up and put down yeah. and get and two a, or three moons.
0: And a big difference with the pacing uh between this and 64 is that every time you got a star in 64 you got kicked out of the level. Yep. Yeah. So I think that's that's probably it's like really artificially nice stretched out the length of time it takes to play that game.
1: Have Philip, you I have a question for you all do. you guys real quick. I, have you gotten into an annoying moon yet or something that's like really hard that you just had to put down and come back to yeah because if you're 100% you probably came up to that before I did because I was just kind of going to the end and now I'm like wow I'm not gonna be able to beat this I have to put this down tonight yeah
2: yeah I've have definitely had that happen? yeah I've run into a few moons where I've attempted to try and get them and then just ended up walking away because it was taking way too long and I knew that there were probably like I don't know 10 or 20 other moons that are so much more
3: easier to get to yeah so so I think you're playing it right yeah <laughs> I've way there's yeah. one moon one puzzle that I couldn't figure out. Like usually, it's like you know, I'll stick with it. Like, all right, real time game help. Let's do this. So <laughs> it's in the it's in the desert, okay. and uh, it's inside one of the in like you go in a door, and there's puzzles in there, and yeah. almost all of them, not every single one, but most of them have like an eat like this is the moon you're trying to get there, and then a secret moon. Mm-hmm. Almost all these internal areas, and you're it's with the little shades guys, the shade yeah. Moai statues, mm-hmm. and you put the shades on, and it tells you the secret path to follow, and you get yeah. the moon at the end. But there's another moon in there. That I can't find. I don't know where it is. Like, you put on the shades and I see the thing, and I take them off, and I'm just completely. I'm sure I'm missing something dead obvious, but mm. I can't figure it out. So, so I played
1: that area, and I haven't gone back for the second moon. Yeah, I'm thinking now it's probably like crouch related. Mmm. You know, a lot of things are like a little short level that you get under. But Yeah, I don't know. I don't
3: yeah, it answer could that. Be. That's a really good guess. We that's not you. that's not something I tried. I tried to do like wall jumps in weird spots. Yeah, and but there's three scenes, and it makes the invisible yep, platforms that's ex- that's of a exact lava. room. What the heck, man? So you and know, you, you're sure there's a second one in there? Uh, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um, Philip mentioned the costumes. It's something yeah. I want to go back to. It, you yeah. know, game development is so interesting because uh, you can't just ask people what they want. If anyone would have asked me, like, hey, do you think you'd have fun dressing Mario in different costumes? I'd say, yeah. no, his costume's iconic. You know, he's got to have the hat and the suit. <laughs> but it, they, there's dozens of them, and they all are completely different, but they all feel distinctly Mario. Like, they still all fit. They did such a good job with them. It, it, I'm motivated to collect them all. I have a lot of fun with it. Even the little dialogue in the shop yeah, is totally. interesting. I'd call my um, wife in every time I got new one. I was like, look at this. Yeah, exactly. No, this is <laughs> so cool. The little snorkel. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that was hey. really
1: great. And then uh, sometimes people talk to you and they're like, you're not dressed right, yeah. yeah. And so there's those puzzles too. And then I had a guy at one point be like, "I need a doctor. I'm yeah. like, I don't know how to solve this, dude." And then it's like, "Wait, is there a Doctor Mario costume?" And sure enough, yeah, there is for sure. And Have any? That's could... not like a like a late game unlockable or anything. No. You just scan an amiibo. It, an it, an it is. Thing. It's both.
3: By the way, you can Which, buy it that's, too. That's something I learned. Is I thought yeah. I was initially annoyed that oh, some of these costumes are locked by an Ami- Ami- amiibo, but all it does is it lets you get them sooner. They do unlock. Yeah, yeah. you can buy them with and regular with coins. coins. Yeah. yeah, this is. Uh,
2: definitely one game that I found myself using a ton of amiibo for like yeah, all the sure. time. I'm constantly whipping out my amiibo whenever I get a chance to like help me to use those. Yeah. Um, I don't know, find those special moons or those special currencies that they have all so around. So you did that with both types of hint? Um, I try to. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the such an idiot because I've been paying
1: for hints. <laughs> yes. And
2: yes, the
3: amiibo only, will find the
1: coins only for you.
2: Yeah,
4: yeah.
1: yeah. it's, oh, the, it's the Bowser. One. Bowser one. Yeah, yeah. 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 and you sk- and it puts a little purple circle around
0: a coin that you can see through walls. He just, I didn't
4: yeah. know that. Yeah,
0: yeah it's like, I, I didn't know that till yesterday. Highlights yesterday. purple coins that are near relatively close. I by. was
3: so annoyed because I have every single uh, every single power moon in the Cap Kingdom, mm-hmm. but I'm missing four coins. And I'm like, where's the batch of four yeah. coins that I didn't find?
1: Yeah, so bring in your Switch and we can scan and back. I have
3: it. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll I'll will, g- I got go <laughs> to <him>. go, <laughs> Damon. And
1: every other one tells you the name of a moon, or does it tell you a location
4: too? Both. Um, it's it's your, I think uh, it tells microphone. you.
2: I think it tells What's you up? both. Uh, you were facing away from oh, the microphone. Sorry. I think it tells you both, but um, I know that there is one. I forget. It's either the Peach Amiibo or the Mario Amiibo. I think it's the Mario Amiibo. Um, the wedding one. Where it'll just make you invinci- invincible, and you can totally—I think that's abuse any of that. Oh, is it really? Yeah, like you get the hints if you're talking.
1: to Any Vincent, general yeah. one that's not part of the Mario set that that doesn't give you something specific will turn you invincible for a little bit. Oh. I think that's the only way in the game to get the star power.
3: Mm, interesting.
0: Oh yeah, that's I, yeah.
1: I think, and I think right. does it play the music? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's so like a remix. That's, that's the, the only right. way to do that. Yeah. And I, I love the
0: remixes of. I just love all the music. Theme. I love all the music in the game. I love that there's eight bit versions of all the themes for when you go into the two two D section.
3: Yeah, there's. Some, uh, some some jazz, some rock and roll. Yeah. So it's crazy. I mean, Zelda was so good earlier this year that I didn't, I think I've even said on the show, like I was confident that Mario was going to be excellent. I didn't believe it could be in the game of the year hunt. And now having played yeah. it, I kind of have to walk that comment back. Like I think mm. Mario is I'm enjoying it more than I expected to and like just the general sentiment around the internet and the office I think is higher than I expected it to be. Yeah. yeah. What a delightful, lovely, incredible, su- surprising game. I
1: think it's on I think Zelda's on a completely different level. Oh, really? You you're you're, yeah. you're, I like you're, Mario. you're yeah, confident great. that you I like I think it's a 10 too, yeah. but I think Zelda changed Zelda a lot more than Mario changed Mario yeah. and that's what I like to agree it. with that.
0: But Mario brought Mario back to
1: Mario. Yeah, that's good. It I that. appreciate, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But if Zelda had just done that, it would have been Skyward Sword,
3: and I wouldn't I don't yeah. like it very much. I do think, uh, so there's, I, don't, I think it's the exact number is kind of a spoiler, so I won't spoil it. But there's more than 800 moons, um, and I think the game would have benefited from, like, still have moons everywhere, but only, like, 600 like, mm-hmm. there's one in the Lost Kingdom level that it's just there. It's just the moon. Oh, totally. And you just run and there's get it. really easy ones. And, like, it's not even a butt stomp. It's just there. Like, <laughs> I genuinely don't know what the puzzle was supposed to be. Yeah. And even, like, the butt stomp ones, it's like I, I, I'm a little torn because on the one hand, it, it enhances that feeling of the the world just being littered with yeah. stuff for you to do. But when there's literally no puzzle or challenge to it, I'm kind of... Mm, yeah, that know. doesn't happen very often. No, but that's why, like, take those hundred moons out, yeah. and, you know, you don't need them.
0: Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the graphics? I haven't yeah. stopped to think of the graphics. <laughs> I
1: think they're, like, exactly what I'd expect them to be.
2: Mm. I've played primarily in handheld mode, just because I've been moving so uh, much, yeah. so I haven't been able to actually yeah. dock my Switch on the television, but... From what I've played of it, I think it's probably one of the best-looking um, Switch games out there right now. Yeah. I don't think the graphics are quite as good as Breath of the Wild. I agree I, with you. I like that style a little yeah. bit better, but just from um, that aspect alone, I think it's incredibly impressive.
0: Yeah, and I think the game starts out looking really strong and ends really strong, but there's a couple worlds in the yep. middle that are a little lackluster. I think, like the l- the Luncheon Kingdom, is just kind of like Neh.
3: it's The worst kingdom yeah. in the game.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think, think it's still fun. Everybody agrees but... that there's too much lava. <laughs> Um yeah. and
3: even the little lava man you get is not very fun. Yeah. Um, is
1: that a Podoboo? That was uh oh I, I don't really know. But uh That's just the you know the normal fire in Super Mario Brothers I think that so. the They're called Potoboos? Yeah. I've never
3: heard that yeah. word in my life. Oh really?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have noticed though that like I th- I think in handheld mode the anti-aliasing um is like a little bit uh more intense. It's it like is. a little bit worse than mm. when you're playing docked. And for me that's noticeable. Does that mean you
3: see jags?
2: Yeah, like on the edges and you know like the view distance and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So well,
3: yeah, I play I switch back and forth sometimes even in my own living room just based off how I want to be laying on my couch. Yeah. And so I've no, I got to f- seen that firsthand, too. I
1: haven't touched it portable yet. I, I just haven't. It's still great. But it. it
3: is. It is different.
1: I was just super worried about the, the motion controls. I think yeah, that's like doesn't... a really bad decision that was made.
0: Well, but I hardly ever used the motion controls. Oh, play, I even play on, on the pro control. I do. Start I start shake...
1: using them when you have to do some crazy collection later to huh, do that. Okay. You know how it has a homing?
3: I shake to home cappy all the yeah. time. Yeah, that's oh, how I okay, use yeah, it. Yeah, I just have Like, if you can that.
1: get near three purple coins and then shake, it'll yeah. get all. It'll get them all. I see. And there's some that you just you have to use it for. You mm-hmm. can't really get to them unless you go like one at a time and risk it over and over again. I'm so at for the longest
3: 125 moons. I want to point out. 425. Nice. Wow.
1: I have almost exactly that amount. I'm in the low 400s. I'm more around like 250
2: for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the longest time with the the motion controls, I thought like there's a gesture where you have to swing both Joy Cons yeah. to the left or to the right, and that causes Mario to spin his hat around. Mm. But I guess you can actually make him do that just yeah. by wiggling the analog yeah. stick and then pressing the throw hat button. So mm. I don't know. I wish that stuff like that was a little bit more detailed, like in the actual like manual or like inside the game options control settings. But I, that's just Nintendo's way, I think, of encouraging us to use things like motion controls and stuff like that.
3: Yeah. So.
1: They really want to encourage us to use motion controls for for a decade now.
3: What were you gonna say? I, just, I don't know. ZGM yeah, Well, I just—I was gonna gush more about how much I'm enjoying the game. <laughs> no. uh,
1: we'll do that for the ne- save it for the next month. Yeah.
3: I do like <laughs> it's, it's the first game in a long time, maybe since Zelda, that I'm losing sleep over, oh, and it's, it's because Zelda. of that bite-sized nature. I mean, even though I said they should take a few of them out, and I stand by that. Like I, it was late last night. I'm losing sleep. Said so I gotta go to bed. No. Okay, like I'll get that moon over there, but then mm. I find like three more moons on my yeah. way there, and before I know it, I have like ten more, and. Yeah. At some point, you got to turn the switch off and walk away. Yeah.
0: Super Mario Odyssey is an incredible game. Uh, it is a Game Scoop recommended game, and I think one that we will definitely be talking about to come uh, game of the year discussion time.
1: Yay. <laughs>
0: Uh, let's move on to uh, Sony. Sony had a conference this week from Paris Games Week. Sony promised a big show. They said E3 was only half the story. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it was uh, only half the trailers, apparently. Yeah. There was a lot. Uh, I thought the uh, the conference was ended up being a little bit lackluster uh, just because it was really lacking big new announcements. Here's how I would describe uh, Sony's conference. It was like, thank you for joining us today, everybody. Remember these games that we've already told you about? They're still coming. Thank you for coming, everybody. But we're not going to tell you when. <laughs> yeah, we, no,
1: it was low on announcements and news, but heavy on just another look at games that I want to see more of. I mean, I, I wasn't disappointed by like just seeing a little bit more of Shadow of the Colossus, just
0: seeing a little bit yeah, more of. Yeah, we I'm fine some, with that. We got some gameplay of Shadow of the Colossus. There was only one new announcement. It is uh, uh, what Sucker Punch has been working on called Ghost of Tsushima. Excuse yeah. me, Damon. I'm sorry. Guacamelee well,
3: Two. Okay, oh, yeah. that was
0: the, uh, the separate yeah. thing. I was going to mention that too. And that. Spelunky too. Like and yeah. it has four four genuinely excited. About, yeah, yeah, Spelunky 2. Yeah,
2: I liked guacamole a lot too. So, getting guacamole too is awesome. unfortunately Which one? Spelunky 2 or yeah. guacamole 2, right. Which They're one? not coming to Vita? Yeah, unfortunately. Right. Well, uh, or is that just still not been announced?
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's. But they've announced like all the
2: platforms. They, but... and to intentionally uh, spite the Vita,
0: they
1: wouldn't announce it at their
0: own show. Unfortunately,
4: yeah.
1: yeah.
0: I don't know. We we'll have to look into Sony that. Sony definitely did not mention the word Vita once. Yeah. During, during what's up conference? with
1: that? Like, I, I was joking, but only on behalf of the Vita. Like, that's really, really
0: but strange. It's been like, like, been like we that. All for know a while. what's up with that, right? I know. I know.
1: Yeah. And they've even gone on the record now and said like, we don't think there's a future in console. Uh, or Handheld, handheld gaming, gaming. Yeah. gaming, yeah.
0: Yeah, they seeded it to mobile, they say. But, uh uh yeah. Switch. Did you... Uh, Ghost of Tsushima seems cool. A samurai game from Sucker Punch who makes open world games like Infamous.
1: Yeah, it could, if it's like a Red Dead Redemption, but in like feudal yeah. fantasy samurai times, that'd yeah. be
3: cool.
0: It could be... Them answering what uh, Assassin's Creed fans have been asking for for years, right? They've been wanting uh, an Assassin's Creed game set in feudal Japan.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we—that's a setting that gamers are hungry to explore in a big AAA game. And there's been some attempts at it in the past, and I don't know that anyone's ever really delivered a satisfying take yeah. on it in a big, mm. in a big sort of AAA open world way.
1: Yeah. Now, Okami was a cool fantasy game yes. set in, like,
3: a fantasy Japan area, which I really like. There was the Giant Enemy Crab game. Was <laughs> it Gen- Genji, maybe? Yeah, the historical. Goodness gracious, I don't even remember. Genji was the Giant Enemy Crab It game? might not have been. I may have misspoke. but <laughs> That was there, a long time. Know, that was another yeah. attempt at that. I hope that's yeah. not 20 questions.
0: Yeah, no, it seems like this is more of a realistic yeah. uh, feudal Japan setting, not like fantasy. It's
1: certainly a cinematic. Stuff. Like, it looks yeah. like... Not like kung fu movies, really, but like this kind of, there's this beauty to it that yeah. looks like Kurosawa or something. Yeah. And I really like there's one scene where it's like inside um, uh, a building and then there's like like frames, these like flowering trees in the background. And it looks like, like a movie screen or something, but it's just the window. It's so amazing. Yeah, yeah
0: it's cool. Man. And that answers a question people have been wondering for a long time, which is what Sucker Punch has been up to since infamous Second Sons. They do good work, so that's pretty cool. Yep. Uh, we got another trailer for The Last of Us Part Two, and uh, I guess it's safe to say that has proved to be mildly controversial. It's very, it's very violent. If you haven't watched it, it's just very, very gruesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually got an email about this trailer, and this email comes from. Big Tony He says, did The Last of Us 2 trailer go too far in the violence portrayed? It's become a point of controversy, and I'm not totally sure where I stand on it. I'd say a lot of games include some level of violence as a core mechanic, which the ESRB rates accordingly, but trailers aren't rated. So how far is too far?
4: Mm.
3: So he's talking about the marketing specifically. Um, Yeah, so I mean, to clarify, M-rated games... Look, it's in bounds. Make what make it about whatever you want. Make it as violent as you want, and people can decide for themselves whether that's too far. Like we can't police art, but. But in, in the marketing itself, to have you know hundreds of people in a crowd and it's on a big stage and it's being live streamed to two hundred and fifty thousand, yeah. to me that's a little bit different discussion and maybe a little bit of discretion uh, is required there. Or it's just it's odd, even for an M-rated heavy game, to lean into that in your promotional material like that's the way that you want to you know present or reveal your game to the world. Yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah.
0: Uh, I guess there was also even for the first Last of Us game, there was a a particularly gruesome yeah. E3 demo that some people took issue with as well.
3: That's the first time that I can remember in my life, sort of feeling out of step with with like, because like a guy gets an enemy gets his face blown off by yeah. a shotgun, or gets yeah. choked out, I think, and then the whole crowd cheers and erupts, and I'm like, that was kind of gross. Like, I didn't feel that wasn't my reaction to that moment at all. Sam, what'd you think?
1: Uh. I've heard in the office uh, a pretty good uh, discussion point with this where, where people were saying that, like, I want to know, like, what the story is behind the violence before I see it. Yeah. And like, hey, like, if I'm not even attached to these characters, if it's not even the two main characters, then, like, what's going on here? Like, what what is this trying to tell me about the game? That the world is crappy? And that people are awful to each other. Like I already knew that. It yeah. doesn't doesn't add
3: anything. Yeah. But There's no like context for
1: it. Yeah. It's so so it just makes me think like they're just trying to make this game as dark and gritty feeling as possible out of launch. But like all that aside, I don't even want to see any of that. I just want to see the game. I want to see what I'm doing in it. Yeah. Because I I think that like that is I have no idea what that game is going to be. It could be a choose your own adventure game at this point. I don't know. Am <laughs> I going to be shooting things over and over again again? Probably.
2: Probably. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> Am I going to be jumping? <laughs> You're going to be lowering ladders down from up yeah, high. Exactly. That's what I got out of the trailer was that they were really trying to set the tone um, for what the game is going to be. But I feel like at the same time, a lot of Last of Us fans um, or even just fans of Sony know what the Last of Us world is yeah. like already. So maybe they're just trying to appease that audience. But I do think you know it is sort of weird that they're really... Um, projecting that trailer showing that trailer to like live streaming it to 250000 plus people. Like who knows who's watching that, you know, it's yeah. sort of a moral type of yeah, issue. I guess yes.
0: I guess movies have red band trailers, right? Right. Like I guess there isn't really an equivalent for video games. No. Just mm. do whatever they But mean.
1: it is also just a cutscene. Like it wasn't even that's cut what like I, a trailer. I
0: also want to point that out. It's it's, it's may not ac- it may not be accurate to call it a trailer. If that's just a scene from the game, it's yeah. just a it's just a scene. You know? uh, we um,
3: uh, There's a movie called Reservoir Dogs. Maybe you've heard of it. I have. Uh, Mm. A character gets their ear cut off, and in your head you can probably remember what that looks like, but you don't see it. The camera pans away, right? Well,
0: there is a cut of the movie, uh, that does conclude it.
3: Sure, but I mean, Gross. I don't think, that's not the version that I saw and I don't know yeah. that that's like the commonly,
0: Yeah, note, it's like, like on the DVD release yeah. you know, later on.
3: And whereas uh, Last of Us, uh, you see, I mean, I, it's not a spoiler to spoil this cut scene. Like a character gets their arm broken with a hammer and like the camera holds on it. And, like, that's a deliberate choice that the scene director made or, you know, like, possibly that'll change when the game's released. But, like, that's the state that it's in now and the state that they chose to show it. So it's, like, even in, like, the moment-to-moment depiction of this violent, like, it's a harrowing scene and they're introducing these new characters that are obviously in peril. Like, I understand all that, but but even the specific choices that they made to hold on moments that maybe you would have, you know... Evoked in some other way was was interesting to me.
1: And I was just talking about this with Wolfenstein. It has similar scenes, and I thought I'm not going to go into it all again. But I thought it was really cool that you can always pan your camera away. In Wolfenstein. Yeah, because you, you control don't have to look like at it. yeah. That was so clever. Yeah, that was cool. But like we all, I mean, I know you like gore a lot in oh, movies yeah, and stuff. I do. And it's really interesting. And like I, I have nothing against it. So like that's yeah. not why. I think anybody here really is really taking issue with that game. It's just like, it seemed like yeah. a weird choice for, like, here's more Last of Us, get excited, everybody. And then it was like, exactly.
3: ouch. Yeah, that's how I feel. Like, if that's a scene that's 90 minutes into the game, I. Have complete confidence, like Naughty Dog is one of the premier developers working in video games, and n- no one is really telling stories that the, on the way that they are, in my opinion. Um, totally so I believe I trust them that that scene in context makes sense, but out of context, yeah, that's I, I, I had a hard
1: time. Were you just saying to how good you felt playing Mario the whole time? <laughs> yeah, like, I know people like it's okay to not feel good while playing Last of Us, right? Yeah. Like, you can totally yeah. play these games and not feel f- how, like you're having a fun, good time, but it's just a different experience. So I think that's really cool.
2: Yep, yeah. I mean, some people watch horror movies because they like feeling scared right so it's like kind of the same thing or same sort of concept for games I feel like maybe you don't want to feel like you just got your arm broken but you like sort of getting that sort of shock adrenaline rush while you're playing so
0: yeah for me the violence doesn't bother me but I agree like Without a con- without any context, without knowing anything about these characters, if the purpose of the trailer or the early scene is to like is to uh, build interest in the game uh, and get people excited for it, it didn't have that effect on me.
1: But it totally like, worked because we're talking about it here on Games.
4: Well, yeah,
0: but like, <laughs> and it doesn't. Sure. Congratulations! Like, but like, I didn't pre-order the game. Like, yeah. my That's feeling, a good point. Yeah. my my feeling about The Last of Us Part Two is exactly the same as it was before I saw that trailer. It's just like, yeah, I hope it's good, but like. It's not like I see that trailer and now I'm sure I'm gonna play it. They have to add a jetpack. Yeah, they, they have to add a jetpack. Jet Jetpacks in everything, just in, in
3: every game. game period. It, it achieves the purpose of widening the scope of like when Last of Us came out. I don't think that's a game that any of us expected to get a sequel. But now that they've introduced new characters, seemingly a new setting. Yeah. Uh, y- it it plants a flag in the ground and says, "Look, like this series can be about something else other than other than um, you know what was sort of the narrow scope of what was established in the original game."
0: Yeah, for sure. Splatterhouse Four. Mm. It's time. It's time for Splatterhouse Four. Uh, a couple other big uh, games to mention from Sony's Paris Games Week conference. They showed off a new trailer for Frozen Wilds uh, expansion for Horizon Zero Dawn, which mm-hmm. is out next week, uh, and I think a bunch of us are going to be playing that uh, over this weekend. So. I uh, think the review for that's going to be early next week. Is that right? Yeah,
1: yeah it should be. Too. Yeah, but right before it comes out. And that's
0: actually, it's cool that it's actually here because we were worried that it, that game was going to, or that expansion was going to be delayed.
1: That new trailer was cool. Yeah. yeah. I like the seeing really the idea of new dinosaurs, but also just, I think they, it just might be a hard area, which would be cool because I like the difficult fat battles in that game yeah. better than anything else.
0: Yeah, for else. sure. Uh, we, we did see another big gameplay demo of Shadow of the Colossus, which looks really cool. And I think we have a preview either Marty up. Played it, played, it. Marty played it. We have a preview up soon or now. Yeah, I think. you like that game? I love Shadow of the Colossus. There we go. It's my yeah. favorite PS2 game. Wow. Yeah. And they also like Thanks. just sort of like mumbled out the release date of February 6th. Like they showed their Who's trailer at uh, during their conference, but the trailer didn't include the release date for no, some No, it was in a,
1: uh, uh, I guess a mailing a yeah, little bit later. It's
0: weird. That was a strange choice. Splunky 2, like we mentioned earlier. Yeah. Very, very excited about that. Well, What's different? We don't know yet.
3: It's the most excited I've ever seen Andrew Goldfarb about anything mm. in any context. He <laughs> walked it back later. Really? Yeah, because, well, I mean, yeah, we'll have to have him on to talk about it. Yeah. But also, like, you could
1: continue playing Splunky forever. So, like, Splunky 2 should be interesting.
0: Yeah, it's like, I, I would argue that Splunky is a perfect game, like yeah. you say, that, mm-hmm. you know, can be played forever. Uh, so it will be interesting to see what they've done with Splunky 2. There in was that, a trailer, but they didn't show any gameplay. They already did jetpacks. That's true.
3: In that sense, it's an odd candidate for a sequel, right? Like, you, the, the, the the original is so complete in every way that, like, you know, where do you take it from there? But Mossmouth is one of those developers that I trust. You know, they have the confidence in themselves to move on to other projects if they want to or feel like they need to. So for them to revisit yeah. it, they obviously have something in mind yeah, that uh, sure. they, they believe that there's somewhere else they can take that formula.
0: Yeah. Who knows how far out that one is, but I'm definitely excited for it. And then, like, part of the reason why I'd, I thought the uh, conference was so underwhelming this week is because there's a bunch of big games that we know Sony has coming that were just not mentioned at all. Uh, games like Days Gone, which is that the last two E3s? I was almost sure that The Last of Us a lot of people scene did.
1: was going to yeah. be Days Gone. I was like, exactly. which
0: one is this? Yeah, we could. It did tell say it.
1: Sony Studios. So yeah. Uh,
0: I didn't see that part, though. I wonder if. So, Days Gone has kind of had a lukewarm reception. Uh, And like you said, people are mistaking it for uh, Last of Us Part Two, and vice versa. I wonder if that game is being retooled or reworked at all.
2: I don't know. I mean, I have a feeling since we we haven't seen it, (laughs) we haven't seen it in a little while. So, I mean, I'd assume that they're probably taking a look at all of the reception, the criticisms that it has received, and probably doing something to make it look a little you know, different or whatever, but obviously that's just
3: speculation.
2: So yeah, yeah, for we'll sure.
3: see. we should say, you know, we're being a little bit hard on Sony and they're showing and not being more exciting, but you know, other companies showed off nothing at Paris games week, you know, that's so true. That's true. we got a little bit more on, you know, God of War got a little bit more on shadow of the Colossus. So, um, you know, it's a little bit tough to, uh, I mean, maybe that's a sign that it's better to say nothing than have sort of a so, so showing, but, um, you know, Microsoft and Sony didn't have it. They're
1: also not, ha- they don't have a big Microsoft first party Nintendo fall any. lineup. So yeah. it's like, yeah. I, I think it's cool that I'm excited about the games I'm excited for again right now, even yeah. though there's nothing
0: out. Yeah, but I'd, I could have had, I could have used release dates for God of War or mm-hmm. Spider Man or. I like that. Um, Spider Man stuff looked good. I did like that. Spider man school. Yeah, and we found out that uh, uh, Mary Jane is uh, playable in that game. That's pretty cool. Mm hmm. Uh, nothing on Death Stranding. Nothing on Final Fantasy VII. Who the hell knows what's going on with that game? Mm-hmm. Uh, and nothing on Wild, which is a game that looks really cool, but we haven't seen in two years since Sony's last Paris Games Week conference in
4: 2015.
0: Wow, that's a Michelle and Cell game. But moving on, Housemark is a developer of games like Resogun, Nex Machina, uh, Super Stardust HD. Dead Nation, bunch of games. Uh, the recently released Matterfall. Uh, and so they're known for creating uh, like arcade shooters, basically. That's their thing.
1: They even recruited some classic arcade talent
0: to work on. On Next Machina. Eugene yeah. Jarvis? Mm-hmm. Yep. From Robotron. Robotron, Robotron fame and Defender. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, like, that's their thing. That's what they're known for. And they do it really well. Maybe they're the best in the world at it. But they uh, announced this week to their fans on a blog post on their site that they're getting out of the arcade shooter business. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, the headlines like arcade games are dead. And the, I mean, that's I know crazy. you're going to get into yeah. it, but the, the tone, like, I genuinely thought it was some kind of stunt. And they were going to be like, wouldn't that be some horrible future announcing <laughs> Superstardust 2? Yeah, exactly. Like, that's where I thought the po- blog post was heading. And then I it's know, not that's crazy. like they so just it's announced like, they're not doing well.
0: These they
1: say economically it doesn't make sense because people don't buy their games. People yeah. play them so for like, free.
0: Their games are generally well reviewed. Yeah. Next Machina has better reviews than Destiny 2. And tons mm, wow. of people play them. Well, because they're free they because they away. eventually get given away with yeah. like PlayStation Plus, And that's where the bulk of their audience is. Uh, yeah, so they, they in a quote to uh, Games Industry, the CEO of marks said, the, the 10 plus years that we've been mostly working on smaller, downloadable, arcade-inspired console games has come to an end. We did our best. If you make a better twin-stick shooter, we'll look at it and say, wow, you guys are good. <laughs> we did something that very few people can exceed. We made the best game we ever made, according to Metacritic, and I think we all feel the same. That's next Machina. Uh, He continues, there's the thought that we're a bruised champion getting out of the ring, still with the belt, but we'll have to recover for quite a long time, maybe move to another weight class or something like that. Uh, And it said their most widely played game was Resogun, but that was a game that was there, given away to players at the launch of PlayStation 4.
1: Yeah, I played that game. Everybody played that game. Um, I hope they go on to make a single-player Star Wars campaign. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Mark, here's what you do. Just put loot boxes in your game.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you can joke, but it does kind of sound like they're going to make a game as service next. A uh, few more good quotes. He says, we know from those numbers that quite a lot of people have played those games, but I think it's more that they don't want to pay for them. They expect to get them for free. Mm-hmm. Actually, Super Stardust HD sold more for PlayStation 3 10 years ago mm-hmm. when it had a fraction of the owners that PlayStation 4 has now with Next Machina. So maybe those people have just moved on. They are not. Not active in the market anymore. The core thing is that there is no paying audience for games like this, or we can't reach them. And I don't know how those people can be reached if they haven't heard about our games already.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Sad. Dad? Yeah, I think uh, the last really you know arcade experience. I was trying to think about other companies doing this, and Namco does, and they made with, with uh, they did a couple of their classic games remade, including all the Pac Man. D, uh, You're about, yeah. Stuff, yeah, and they just did one, which Space wasn't as Invaders popular, too. right? But yeah, Space Invaders, they did, and they did a Galaga, um, and I really like those revisiting of you know arcade things. But nothing was better than that that Pac Man game, and of course, like um, uh, what's the Xbox? Uh, geometry wars yeah and really i am thinking like though the popularity of those is not really what it used to be There was a
3: little so bit okay. of an arcade resurgence that House Mark was able to ride that wave and then it seems like it did kind of come to an end on its own in some yeah. ways yeah. i i, I Steam you has know, some stuff that's like that that's true there is what's the one that, that chloe on gave a really high score to that's the first person well she liked devil daggers a devil lot. daggers yeah Um, yeah, I guess I kind of wasn't considering Steam. I I don't know. I mean, he has the numbers, so I completely believe their CEO. But to to lay the blame for that on PS Plus feels a little... Like, everyone was so excited about Geometry Wars and Super Stardust, and it feels like the conversation just kind of moved on just naturally over the next decade. Genres ebb and flow, like, it's always been that way.
0: Yeah. I guess it should be noted that... uh the kind of games that Housemark is making, they're kind of making the premium versions of those games. That's true. The $20 yeah. versions. Yeah. Whereas there are other people making stuff like uh, Enter the Gungeon mm. that's also a top-down twin-stick shooter, but it's mm. but with pixel art, and it's more economically priced, so maybe people are more willing to pay 5 or $7 for that type of game. Oh, totally,
1: there's game. a bunch on the Switch that are, uh, oh, yeah. uh, are simpler games. Like What's the one called, like Everyday Shooter or something? Well, that was a that PS3 port. Game.
3: I love yeah. that game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, the pricing on the Switch is is a little all over the place right now because you'll get some really great, um, you know, fully 3D games like this one game, Perception, just came out um, like a day or two ago. Um, But I believe that's also a game that's available on like PC and Steam and stuff. Um, But that that's on the Switch for fifteen dollars. It's more expensive. um, I'm not sure what the Steam price is. Yeah. But um, I know that like I'm comparing it to a game like, for instance, 88 Heroes. It's just like $40, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, the pricing is just kind of up and down depending on what games you're looking at. So,
0: do you think things like PlayStation Plus uh, and Games with Gold has trained people to just wait and just Gold's wait until free. eventually this game will be free?
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, or, or game bundles, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah in bundles. These, in like Indies like always Steam. complain about being an impossible to yeah. make game make Steam games. sales. You know, it, it, the the value of a game is definitely there's uh, in danger as of yeah. like 2017.
0: But I guess it was my understanding that with something like PlayStation Plus, Sony was subsidizing yeah. these developers for mm-hmm. giving away the games for free,
3: paying for the right to give it away on PS Plus, yeah.
0: or yeah, or, uh, you know, yeah, maybe not paying the developer the full price of the game, but seventy-five percent of it or something. something. Yeah, yeah.
1: But that's how it is.
3: But Just apparently, if the, if the economics
0: studio. still aren't working out for House Mark that way, I don't know. That's yeah. telling.
3: Um, I thought it was interesting to just make this announcement at all. Like, other developers, you yeah, don't have a developer. new game. You know, like, the Sly Cooper. We're doing something but, different yeah, with the next Cooper game. the Sly Cooper team's not like, guys, the, the <laughs> mascot shooter, The you know, the mascot platformer is dead, and unfortunately it didn't work for like, what? You, like, yeah. it, it was an interesting decision to go out so public-facing instead of just, like, have that conversation internally and come back in a year with with your new game. Like, yeah. like I, I don't know. It was odd.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I wish somebody would do that for music games and start yeah. over.
3: Like harmonics saying, hey, look, guys, yeah. sorry, Rhythm Games are dead. It was
1: interesting how that died that same way. The, the, the yeah. height was so much higher. Yeah.
0: And then the final quotes from the CEO of Housemark says, that also leads us to another kind of model, games as a service. The industry is moving more toward multiplayer experiences with strong, robust communities.
3: I just want Geometry Wars 3. We talk about this too much. There was Geometry Wars 3. It was, yeah. Well, I mean, okay. I <laughs> you're part of the problem. <laughs> okay, what I meant was another one. Yeah, I guess I would, another I'll,
0: Geometry Wars three.
3: What was Geometry? Oh, that was the one with the cube, like the whole the yeah. sets of levels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played that. Sorry, I meant just another new one. <laughs> yeah, but for free. That was a bad goof. Bad goof on my part.
0: These are signs of the times, ladies and gentlemen. Indeed. Uh, but on a happier note, we got two. Uh, we had many, many, many amazing. Single player games this year. Uh, we're just talking about Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild, and I even like Shadow Mordor and Horizon. Assassin's Creed Horizon. Yeah, so Wolfie. Yeah, we are not we are not for want of dishonored. Uh, yeah, for those uncharted experiences.
4: Let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners.
0: Remember, you can always reach us at the email address gamescoop at ign Just like Dan from Saint Jean Saint Jean sur Richelieu. He said, do "You do French in high school? No, very well done." He says from Montreal, Quebec. And he challenged me. He said, good luck pronouncing that, Damon. I think I nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Dan says, I've always loved video games, but I remember a point in time when I was fed up with them. They all felt like I was walking down the same corridor, shooting the same pixels, so that, so that I could get to the end of the same half-baked story. So I turned to a pen and paper RPG by Palladium Books called Riffs." You know that one? I don't know riffs. Suddenly, the fire had once again ignited in my belly. Oh, boy. Unlimited character development, complex stories with overarching plots, objectives that could be faced by numerous angles. But best of all, if my character saw a closed door, I knew it could be opened and was not merely a texture added to decorate the wall. Is this a
1: single-player game?
0: The possibilities were endless. If it's a tabletop game, probably not. We just did an article on the best tabletop single-player games. Yeah, but you, not RPG It was
1: the saddest <laughs> article I've ever written.
0: Ever. You know
3: what? I don't feel, you know, we're all, I like the comments where it's like, it was like a lot of haters in these comments. You think you're better than someone that sits and plays a video game by themselves for eight hours? Well, you're not. Like, we're all nerds and we're all in this together. And I thought that was
0: a pretty good comment. Yeah. Uh, Dan says, then came two words that brought me back to the handheld controller open world. Whether it's escaping the cops in GTA, raiding an outpost in Far Cry, or performing a sweet kill in Assassin's Creed, I know that my success depends not on my ability to mash buttons, but rather on the sharpness of my mind. They gave me something I could only find with pen and paper. Insert buzzword, player agency. I know what you're thinking. The games I mentioned all have texture doors with nothing behind them, but I know we will get there. I notice something that happens every time I start a new open world game. I get anxious. How do I play this one? Story first with side objectives after. Will I even be interested in doing them at that point? Or game scoop. Uh, yeah. Side quests first to get them out of the way, but will that make me too overpowered once I start the story? Maybe I should do one section of the map at a time. Maybe I should alternate between sections. How does the game director want me to play? How do I want to play? I know this all sounds crazy, but if I'm to invest 100 hours of my life in a video game, I want the best experience possible. Am I the only one asking myself these questions? How do you guys approach an open world game?
1: Well, it's funny we just talked about this with Mario right and we asked yeah. Philip, how did you play this differently than us yeah. and we all have different play styles and I'm jealous a little bit of the way people are playing by collecting everything before leaving the areas now yeah. I feel like I missed out a little bit.
2: yeah, it's fun. I used to be a total completionist before like with open world games like I hundred percented the first two Assassin's Creed games so like I I really love doing collecting everything I love collectathons. But um, at the same time, like now that um, I'm covering games, I don't have a chance to actually like do that and sit yeah. there all day and play them. So it's it's a totally different scope for me now. That's true. Yeah. We
1: play games in a different way than anybody else. Yeah. So we're probably not good at advising well, people on how to play them. Well, it reviews totally depends. you have to play so fast.
0: Reviews are totally different. Yeah. You know, but, you know, uh, the the three of us here don't review games that often. Rude. I just reviewed DuckTales. I said that often.
3: <laughs> that was months ago. <laughs> and it was DuckTales.
0: You know, usually I get to play games at my own pace. Um, yeah, I would say I really like collecting things and doing side quests in open world games, but I'm not, like, exhaustive about it. So, like, in Mario Odyssey, in each world, I would, like... I. Would find every moon that you could see, like with the, you know, with the, a quick glance around the area. I
1: like that classification of like the ones you can kind of make out. Like, yeah. I can solve this one right yeah, now. I can do this one right now. Yeah, and then I I, just
0: knowing that I'll come back to it later for the real yeah. digging, digging deep into each level.
1: The sand area was especially bad for that. Yeah, because it's like there, that's a big area, and like every part of it had like a little thing. It's like, okay, I can go into this building, and it's like, oh, there's three things in here, and get those jacksies. Just, though, then, yeah, and just it just goes on and on and on.
3: Zips up all around
1: the state. Yeah, it does. That is a fast way to get around. But um, yeah, I, th- I wish I, – I've read uh, on other sites before people that say, like, I, I beat this game. Here's how you should
3: play it. Mm. I always like that angle. Yeah. That's I, 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 I have mixed feelings about the collectibles, as I do almost every topic. Um, but I, so not everyone gets to own or play a lot of games every year, especially if you're a younger gamer or whatever your circumstances. So in that instance, if you really, really love Shadow of War, it's nice that there's a you know easy way for them to just put more Shadow of War in their Shadow of War. Mm-hmm. Like – if you just want to go through the story and kill a bunch of orcs, great. But if you either want or you know don't have an, much of an option, you need to spend 100 hours with that game. They they found an economical way to pack 100 hours of gameplay into that box. Um, yeah. So that's like the upside. But the downside is th- all those extras aren't as good as the rest of the game. And so I think about opportunity costs a lot. Shadow of War doesn't exist in a vacuum I don't want to collect those stupid icons when I could be playing Wolfenstein or could yeah, be playing Mario. Sure. Like you have ha- like you have a really, really, really good game that they stretch too thin, mm. I think happens often. Like collecting junk isn't as fun as doing the main like core thread of
0: the game typically. So
3: yeah. That's what Except I think that- about.
0: Collecting junk is the core thread of Mario (laughs) Odyssey, right?
3: Well, but it's a little bit, you know, it's puzzle-solving and traversal. And, uh, you know, it's not, there's more to it than, like, if there's a power moon in a cage, that's a little, you know. I I
1: think you're getting at something where you said you had mixed feelings about there are bad collectibles and good collectibles. Yeah. And there are games, I I do think Mario is about collecting, just like Donkey Kong 64 is or whatever, Banjo-Kazooie. But uh, there's games that do it in such a cool way, like Crackdown, where it's like, this is, it's a meaningless amount of things to pick up. But it's still really fun getting
3: them. Well, even all the Korok seats have a little puzzle tied behind them. Totally. Yeah. You know, and it's a little, I think I described it as like a punctuation mark on the end of a little adventure. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go up to the top of this hill, and since there's 900 of them, you know, you're guaranteed to just get a little thrill and then move on to the next one. But that's Um,
1: really smart. And then there's the games that put, as a guide rider, this really bothers me. They just put all the collectibles on the map for they you. just put all
3: that junk everywhere.
1: And then you just run to them and pick them up. Like, why am yeah. I doing that? And, and, and I do like in Shadow of War, they actually add, like, a little story scene or something. Mm. So it's like, you know, at least there's some payoff. But when it's yeah. just Assassin's Creed has been guilty of this.
0: Not the I don't know. Yeah, if it is Far, a Far Cry map. 2.
1: Yeah. So. Where it's just, like, it's collectibles on the map. You just want, run to them and get them. And it's like, what? why am I doing that? Like, make me platform or something.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah, I, it's never the most fun part of the game. Uh, I think we enjoy it as gamers because we're all a little bit OCD. Or I guess I don't want to use that term flippantly, but we all like you know check boxes and 100 percenting things and completing things. So it, it appeals to that part of a gamer nature. But the actual act of getting them in most games, I don't find that satisfying. And I think you know if you have the budget or the ability to play more games, you're probably better off. You know, moving on to a new like some something some directed experience, like a Wolfenstein, for example.
0: This is an interesting question. Do you guys ever ask yourself, how does the game director want me to play? Yeah,
3: I think about that all the
0: time. Really? I don't
1: yeah. think I ever do. Yeah, I think that's interesting. I I like trying to break games in interesting ways. So well, yeah. It's like I really like games like Dishonored, where they give you paths that seem like they're not the right path, but then it turns out they built the game for that.
3: Yeah. Exactly. The thrill of you think you're doing something unintended, yeah. but then the game was built to support that behavior. Yeah, and it rewards so cool.
1: you or punishes you for it in a cool yeah. way. I love that. Yeah, Yeah,
2: absolutely. Like, I always instinctively, whenever I start a level, like, every time I go through a pipe or something or enter a new place in Mario, I'll always spin the camera around and turn around just to check. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. Yeah, Yeah. so.
0: All right, it is November, which means it's time to check in with the Retro Magazine. Ultraman's on the cover. It is November now, and we have here the November... Uh, 1991 issue of Electronic Gaming Monthly with just a terrible cover. This has got to be one of the just all time worst it's covers. Just a
1: really bad off model. Yeah, well, it's like Teenage Mutant
0: Turtles. It's not off model from no. the comics. It's just like oh, okay. it's way zoomed in and like <laughs> grainy. Here's, here's, there's only one full turtle. On
3: they're it. not, they're not like centered in the no, frame.
0: Like. This guy's just totally cut off and like it's It big. almost looks like it was colored with chalk. Yeah, it's like so it grainy.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can see the, like the colored pencil. It's low res. And I then Ultraman's know, yeah. in the corner. Yeah. kids Ultraman love Ultraman got on the
0: cover of the magazine
1: 91 this is farther back I don't, back know. Than me. I don't even know what Ultraman is he fights Godzilla
0: no it's a different universe it is different okay. movie studio yeah. All right. Uh, so right off the bat I like the ad on the uh, inner in, in cover here it says from now on there will only be one superpower. Okay. What's the superpower, Damon? Konami for the Super NES. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that Super Castlevania 4?
0: Uh, wow. Yeah. Cool. Gradius 3. Legend of the Mystical Ninja is all in there. Nice. Dude, Legend of the Mystical Ninja. Ninja Underrated yes, yeah, SNES yeah, game. And, uh, loves that game. You know, so this is the time when Konami was really big into video games. And uh, fun fact Konami just announced that their profits. This year are up 25% over last oh. year.
1: Because they stopped making games? Apparently. They're making all those pachinko. No. Yeah. yeah, and maybe mobile stuff too? I don't know. I
0: just was reading this. It was pretty interesting.
1: But yeah, they did change their business a lot.
0: <laughs> Here we go. Here's a, We jump to the letters section. This is from Robbie Carbone in Helmet, California. I didn't yeah. even know he had a helmet. Just like a helmet? Yeah. Like a space helmet? Helmet. I
3: like that. Hmm.
0: Dear EGM. Well met, I, Helmet. Dear EGM, I was wondering, what is better, Genesis, Turbo, or the Super NES?
3: <laughs> What's Genesis Turbo? <laughs>
0: These are three different options. Genesis, oh,
3: TurboGrafx, Turbo 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 Super graphics, Nintendo. I get
0: it. EGM responds, way back in issue eight, we posed the question as to whether the TurboGrafx or Genesis is better. Now the SNES is out, and hundreds upon hundreds of letters have come in, similar to the one above. With art. Most players are very opinionated, usually in the direction of the system that they own. <laughs> <laughs> Below are three, below or three to start off the great. <laughs> these old timey
1: people are silly and unrelatable.
0: How do you feel? What are your opinions? I'm just going to read one of these letters. Uh, so this is. Wait, from, they
1: turned the question around.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so now they've presented three letters from people that like each platform.
1: Answer it. It's Super Nintendo. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, this is William Miller in Lawndale, California. He says, "When I saw the Super NES, I couldn't believe my eyes." <laughs> I have to tell you that it was the ugliest design oh. since the Atari 2600, or television, They need to go back to the drawing board. If I had one, I'd hide it under some sort of cover. Well, yeah. <laughs> Purple and gray. Ugh! The Japanese super family looks hot. Why did they make such drastic and stupid changes? I didn't wow. think that
1: opinion is around back then. That's, That's
0: really only, that was, <laughs> I'm, wow. the only good thing is the six button controller. And what's with the dorky name? Can't they do better than that? Styling aside, I think Nintendo is too late to even compete with the Genesis. Genesis is on their second generation of games, while Nintendo is floundering around with losers that are plagued with slowdown and. Flickr. That is a good point. <laughs> Genesis has the sports and RPG categories yep. already locked up. Yeah. For my money, That's I'll true. take Streets of Rage over Final Fight for that. Year. over Gradius Three and Sonic the Hedgehog over Mario 4, the Genesis cruises at over 7 megahertz, while the SNES limps along at 3.5. What does that even mean? Add in the CD-ROM to the Genesis, and the SNES is totally lame. There is no comparison.
3: Wow. Two things. <laughs> First of all, as Sam said, I didn't know, like, so I love the SNES to death. William, completely right that that console is ugly. Like yeah, the purple, it is I've never understood the the yeah. American redesign. Yeah.
1: It's a little sad rectangle.
3: Yeah. It is ugly. Weird purple rectangle. And we also, I'm also, you know, we always think about those consoles as being contemporaries, right? Like, yeah, early 90s, SNES mm-hmm. Genesis. But like Genesis when you were, had, two had two years on it. Yeah, two years on it. Yeah. That's crazy. a long time. Locked yeah. in
1: that
0: talking football. That was a big deal.
3: That's like not that big of a gap between like the Switch and the PS4.
0: <laughs> Sam, do you know this game, Atomic Punk? I do not know Atomic game Punk. Game Boy? I, now I do. Normally, I wouldn't uh, have noticed this game, but, but I noticed in the ad it describes him as Bomberman. Uh, Bomberman Bomber is Atomic Punk's dad. B- Atomic Punk is Bomberman's kid. Is that canon? It's from Hudson Soft.
1: I, cool. need to, I need to
0: hold the magazine for a second. Yeah, there you go.
1: And also, the, the title of this ad is The Nuke Kid on the Block. <laughs>
0: I see what they that's did there. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's good. New, so, if you ever wondered, a palmic Punk is. All right. So, it's a. Bomberman. But it,
1: it's a more extreme Bomberman. Yeah. yeah. It's the Bomberman for the new generation doesn't just throw bombs, he throws bombs with, with a Mohawk. A rainbow, rainbow Mohawk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very edgy. Yeah. It's
1: Sonic true. changed everything.
0: <laughs> uh, we'll jump to page 22 where they reviewed Ninja Gaiden 3. Oh, boy. It got got four eights across the board. And I just wanted to point out here that, you know, in EGM, they have stats for each game. Number of levels, six, type action, difficulty, easy. Mm. No. (laughs) Ninja Gaiden 3? I don't remember it being an easy Also, like, Ninja
1: Gaiden 3, there's a letter in there and all these ads about Super Nintendo and Genesis.
0: Yeah. But Ninja Gaiden 3 is like an NES game. Yeah, they reviewed a bunch of NES games in here. Yep. Uh, What year was this? 91. 91. Oh, yeah, 91 was a solid NES year. 24, they review ToeJam & Earl, and I bring this up, Tojam & Earl in Genesis, because uh, I've seen this before, and this is uh, the source of a, a most unfortunate typo, where they, <laughs> they, desc- they describe uh, <laughs> Tojam as a master raper. It's supposed to be master rapper? It's supposed to be master rapper. Wow. Yikes. But I've noticed that one before. That's a pretty good, bad typo.
3: That's what that's it's Pac-Man. We've pointed it out before, but these magazines are littered with errors. Yeah. <laughs> errors it's and really mistakes. Bad. I don't know how they're.
0: They reviewed happened. Battletoads on Game Boy. They give it three eights and a seven. And also its difficulty is listed as easy.
3: Mm. That's
1: Battletoads? Battletoads.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: I can't beat Battletoads. Maybe it's easier on Game yeah, Boy. Maybe. also yeah. that's a really high score.
2: That is a high score. For, For
0: Battletoads? Three eights and a seven. That averages to like eight point two. uh oh, there's also a review of Ninja Gaiden on Game Gear in here. Let's jump to no, page it
1: 36. It averages to lower than 8. Uh,
0: day, uh, page 36 is the gaming gossip section here. This is pretty good. Uh, Quarterman. Not, oh, oh is, I love this. I was going to say this. Yeah, Quarterman. This is All right. Quarterman. All right. Scoops. Scoops right, So November 1991, he says, Whoa, Nintendo, did you commit a faux pas and how? The new Super NES, which yours truly reported last week, was compatible with the Super Famicom, has one slight problem running around inside its computer brain. It won't work on certain televisions made before 1985. Oh boy, I don't think that's true. While this problem is rumored to be corrected when the second batch of Super NES machines appear, several television broadcasts have already leveled their own firepower at the Big N oh, because of the incident. And with I Sega, gotta, I
1: gotta research this. Do you know, do you guys know the details about this? No. And
0: with Sega absolutely destroying Nintendo with their hyper cool comparison ads, you've got to wonder if Nintendo remembered to check the flight list before taking off. Hmm. I've never heard of this issue. That well, I was thinking prior to they don't
1: don't offer like the pack-in coaxial cable attachment
3: to the old fork TVs.
1: You might be right, but like is that it?
3: This, by the way, this is 25 years old. 20, no, more than that. 20. What year is it now? Twenty-six years old. This magazine is. They were already calling Nintendo the Big N.
0: <coughs> yeah, it's uh, we
3: can't. I thought we it. invented that. We got to retire it. <coughs> yeah. no more.
0: What about the Blue Bomber? Yeah, you know, yeah, that's got to go too. No, you never call Nintendo the Big N. You never call Mega Man the What about big the Pink Puffball? That's fine. Well,
3: that's that's fine.
0: Uh, Kirby always gets a pass with Game Scoop. <laughs> on page one hundred, they have a two spread, two page spread of the new Ninja Turtles game for arcades. They okay. call it the second. It's for arcade, for sure? Yeah. Well, oh, that's cool. Their second arcade adventure. Nowhere in these entire two pages do they mention Turtles in Time. They never say those words. Uh, it doesn't have the name yet. Yeah. So they, they were previewing this game, and it wasn't called Turtles in Time yet, I yeah. guess. Yeah.
1: I don't remember this one hitting the arcades. It was a little bit late.
0: Yeah. Because
1: the first two were so popular.
0: And they have this whole arcade section in here. On page 102, they previewed Dragon's Lair 2. Now remember, I got, this is I nineteen. <laughs> this is nineteen ninety one. The original Dragon's Lair was what 84? 82. 82? 82. Mm-hmm. It took them nine years to make the sequel to Dragon's Lair. Yeah,
1: yeah. and I remember when this came out in arcades and it was a dollar, <laughs> and my parents were like, "You can't, you can't have a dollar to play that." Yeah, it's crazy. And then I finally got a dollar to play it, and sure enough, that dollar went really fast. Yeah, yeah. you, you died. So um, died I right, right away. A miniature golf course in Scottsdale, Arizona. It was great. Wow, this is really cool. Uh, I would like to play that game again. Look look at that picture of the guy eating dirt. I know. It's really, really
0: good. <laughs> uh, on 168 over here, there's a whole advertising section uh, paid for by Montgomery Ward.
3: Dude, in these old is magazines. Montgomery Ward around anymore? I don't think Montgomery Ward is around. When you were a young right. child and you poured over these magazines, you spent as much or more. Like The ads contributed to the value of the magazine. You looked at them just as much as you did the actual yeah. content.
0: Uh, there's a section dedicated to uh, Super Nintendo, and that's where they review those games. Yeah, they reviewed Super Ghouls and Ghosts, gave it four nines. What? Four nines for Super Ghouls and Ghosts. The worst game in the SNES Classic? The difficulty is average. What is (laughs) is a hard game for these people? (laughs) What is Hyperzone, And then next to it, they review Populous. The difficulty is hard. Okay, yeah. That that is true. You think so? Yes.
3: Sam, do you know Hyperzone? No. Tell me that that's not F-Zero.
0: Yeah, Hyperzone... By Hal America does oh, look locked, right? like yeah, a Oh, yeah. interesting. It's like a knockoff. Interesting. On page 172, there's some inconsistency here. So on page 172, they have a two page spread on Super Ghouls and Ghosts where the difficulty is listed as hard. So they are. Okay. Yeah. But look at this. Look at this text here. You can't even read this, this text. It's red text over an image. Oh, that's great. And you have to strain your eyes to even, you, uh, can't, you can't even make it out.
1: I liked when the internet used to be that way.
0: The internet GeoCities did yeah, look like that. Exactly. A uh, couple more things to point out. Page 206. Yeah, where are these pages? Here we go. <laughs> it's an ad for Neo Geo. It shows a hot dog. It says, if you're still playing Sega, NEC, or Nintendo, you're nothing but a weenie. <laughs> if, you're, if you're playing the incredibly high-powered Neo Geo system, you're a real hot dog. And this hot dog has condiments in a bun.
1: Yeah, it's like a completed hot dog as yeah. opposed to just like a raw, lame hot dog. Yeah.
0: Like the Neo Geo. We have to go to page four, no, 357, 257. Over 250 pages of Is this the one goodness.
1: with the big paid section, we section go, in it? That's not, is, did you say that was the Montgomery Ward one?
0: Yeah, and there's okay. another, uh, there's an Atari Lynx. Oh, the uh, Links one, yeah. Paid a- advertising section in here too. Yeah. Telling you how great the Atari Lynx is. On page 257 is the complaint department. <laughs> cool. <laughs> the back of the mag. Uh, it's, it's from Brian Ray in Filed, Nebraska. I think it's spring-filed. He says, We ordered a PC engine and two video games from the Ultimate Game Club, which advertises in your magazine. To date, we have not received any of the items ordered. We sent them a check for $400, which they cashed in a week, but have not sent anything. We no longer want any of these items. We just want our money back. We have contacted the Better Business Bureau of Connecticut. They sent the Game Club three letters, which have been ignored. You folks should not accept any more advertising from this company unless they are willing to do what their ads say. Please, if you can do anything to help us get our $400 back, we'd be very grateful. $400? How yeah. PC Engine was a Japanese console, not released here.
1: Wait, wait, so what's the game club?
0: Uh, it was like one of these, like, you know... Mail order game businesses that they advertise okay. in the magazine. They somehow and they get two them. letters to uh, you know complain they never received the games that they bought. Yikes. EGM responds, we have received numerous complaints about the ultimate game club, and as of the August issue, we have stopped taking their ads because of their questionable business practices, such as these mentioned in these letters. And it goes on to explain the situation. That's but nice. It's interesting like that's Wow. Yeah, yeah it's not, EGM's
3: on your side. Yeah. They put it in the magazine.
0: Yeah. It's true. There you go. Highlights from the November 1991 issue of Electronic Gaming Monthly. That's all the scoops there were. (laughs) (laughs) Totally
3: different now. We've come so far.
0: Yeah, it's true. And that brings us to Video Game 20 Questions. Phillip's first round of Video Game 20 Questions with us. Our suggestion this week comes from Tyler in Orange County, California. says, been listening for five years now and really enjoy listening to you guys mm. every week. Keep up the great work. Let the questioning begin. Does your, does your character wear a hat? Yeah. Ooh, yes. Wow. Yes. Like a type of. From
1: hard yes to hard
0: no. No, yeah. not, I, not, not a hard no. Uh, okay. I said a, a type of hat. Um, Could this
1: game be in this issue of Electronic Gaming Monthly?
0: No.
2: Good question, though. Oh, man. So it's after
1: 1991. (laughs) Well, specifically. (laughs) November. Can't have a preview, so it sounds like it's way after.
2: Did this game... uh, It has to be yes or no questions, right? Um, Yes. Did this game come out on a handheld console?
0: No.
3: I'm going to narrow down the the hat question, guys. (laughs) Okay.
4: Well,
3: I guess we're, we'll are just prepare to lose again. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, the stakes are so high that I know we would all be so disappointed if we did. Um, <laughs> well, the you, stakes are high because it's Phil's first 20 questions. That's true. Do you, are you wearing you a kind drag of... drag him through them. Is <laughs> it like, a, is the headwear that you're wearing uh, functional? Is it for like armor, like military, some sort of uh, uh, something like that?
0: Yes. Okay. Well, okay, but
3: you said something like that. It's the second hat qualification. It's probably it's probably a space suit. Yeah. Could be. Or maybe a I I won't ask any more hat questions.
1: <laughs> maybe a viking helmet?
0: I want to clarify that I a did not helmet. say maybe it's not, just sunglasses. I did not say it was for armor. You said it's for armor or military or something like that and I I mean it,
3: yeah, the, yes the, the, like. if if the, if the the yes is is it function? Cuz like like there, fashion would be the other option. Okay. Yeah. Function. Yes. Got it.
2: Yes.
1: Is there multiplayer?
0: No. No all. multiplayer.
2: All right. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Um, Next question. Questions.
3: Does Cappy count as function or
2: function? I don't want to burn a question, but I, I'll try. Um, all right. Are you? Do you play as a human being?
0: Yes. Let's say yes. Mm, yes. Mm,
1: I love let's say yes to the answer to the human being question. <laughs> That's my favorite answer in my favorite game. I'm so happy that just happened.
3: Do you see your character's skin? <laughs> yes. I know that sounds really weird. <laughs> Allow me to clarify. Is this a special quarter four
1: episode of this this game where I'm we forget gonna... how to play it and we no. lose? No. I, a-
3: <laughs> I asked about the skin because I assumed incorrectly that Damon said, let's say yes, because your character is probably wearing some kind of suit. I'm still stuck on the space suit thing. Oh. I assumed you were wearing some kind of outfit or costume. Yeah. Some sort of suit that covered your body. All right. But it turns out that that's not the case. And so now I don't know and why. And we know
1: it's not Parappa the Rappa
3: now, because you're a dog. If you can see your character's skin, I don't know why it's not definitive and clear whether you're a human or not.
1: Is this game from after the year 2000? Yes. Let's get a year.
0: You guys know it. You're ready to guess. Yeah. Just go ahead and guess. You know it.
2: Did this game come out before the year 2010? Yes.
3: <sighs> uh... Is okay. this a Japanese game? No, that's ten. Do we want to? Do we want to guess American-made? It probably is. That's um, also not that. Ho- it's only helpful if the answer is no, and then we know. it's
1: I think real. we need to get the console down.
3: Yeah. Uh, so two thousand. Maybe we just go to the genre and, and do our best. Uh, is this like the GameCube, Xbox, PS2 generation? Yes. You. Yeah. <laughs> um.
1: Is this a console exclusive? Uh, Is it only on one console out of those three that he just mentioned?
3: Yes. Okay.
1: So it could be on PC
3: and stuff, but it's only on one of those. Yeah. And it's, okay. That's actually really good. Yeah.
1: What, what if it's Conker's Bad Fur Day, the remake thing?
3: He's not a human. How do you know?
1: You can't see in his costume.
3: He's not. It's not a costume. You have been staying up late. <laughs> <laughs> well now I'm confused like do you think that Conquer is a man in a squirrel suit? <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure he's a squirrel in a man suit. Okay. Well um <laughs> mm. uh okay. I mean was this an Xbox exclusive? Yes. Oh. Chronicles of Freddie. Master Chief. Mr. Chief? Well, that's a different man. <laughs> which <laughs> Mr. Which, Chief? Which Master Chief? I mean there's only one. No, I mean which Halo Game. Well, I don't know that it's Halo. Xbox exclusive. And it's on PC. It's probably Halo. You have functional headwear. Yeah, He is a human, but if Damon's not deep in Halo lore, you might think that that's... uh... Yeah, he doesn't know. (laughs) (laughs) This is perfect.
1: Uh, Is this game a sci-fi game? No. Uh, So... (laughs) What does that leave us with? (laughs) It's not a space suit is what it leaves us with. We did it. We know it's not a space suit
3: now. So wait, so an Xbox exclusive, og be human, og skin. og Xbox exclusive, not made in Japan, although obviously this is three six. No, it's Xbox. No Xbox. Uh goodness gracious! I can't think of that many Xbox exclusives. The Crimson Skies, Uh Psychonauts, no, that was Frenzy. on z 2 also. Blinks.
1: Yeah, I, the thing is, Chronicles of Riddick. Uh,
3: it, Chronicles of Riddick. This
1: is a. Uh, this is a stack of games on Destin's desk right now because he's capturing. Oh,
3: you're right. He's capturing all those games. That's like Jade Empire. Instead. Is this a well received game?
0: Uh, yeah. Well, it's surprisingly, yes. That's fifteen. I bet the critics got it.
1: Damon's right. helping us so much right now.
3: You only have so, five left. Jade Empire. There's like Beatdown. That wasn't exclusive. It wasn't. What did it come to? I think it came to. Uh, maybe no, no. It was. I'm just saying
1: if it was only on PC and Xbox.
3: Maybe. I thought that game came to PS2 as well, but maybe it didn't. I don't know, actually. Is this a Bioware game? No. Oh, boy. Did Is this a first-party game? No. Third-party Xbox exclusive. Three questions left. How many of them were there? There weren't that many. All right, Philip. It's your time to shine. I, know. <laughs> I want to point out that besides the is-are-you-a-human question, Blink's... Blinks the Time Sweeper, matches every single one of these because he's got those goggles, hmm. but he's not. He's some weird cat.
1: <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> like some sort some, of some, some varmint of some kind.
1: This so is this... Go ahead. Did this game ever Wait, get... Whoa, into... whoa. Let's discuss questions Okay, okay. okay. We, <laughs> only, ask, we,
3: ha- we... only have two
1: more questions to ask, and then we have to guess the game. I, I think
3: it's the sequel question. I think it might What's have got one? sequels or a remake, and that's why Damon hemmed and hawed over the exclusives, not because it also came to PC. I hemmed and hawed over exclusives?
0: You did. No, I didn't. We is said, it? is it
3: a console exclusive? And you went, nah. Yeah,
0: you totally did. Yeah. yeah. I don't consider that hemming and hawing, but okay. <laughs> uh, I think yeah. that is a good one. Uh-huh. Okay, So yeah, did this game get a sequel? No. Oh, boy.
3: Well, it's not Project Gotham Racing. It's not first party. So this is the last question then, right? No. Yeah,
1: you're right. Last question, didn't have to guess. Damon hurt uh, his finger. Are there any other, um, are there like RPGs? that are not Japanese,
3: that are on... On Xbox. Xbox. I mean, it's obviously not an RPG console. They really made a push into RPGs for the 360 with, like, Blue Dragon and stuff, but not so much on the OG Xbox. I'm trying to think about what I played on that big Duke controller. Well, there's Knights of the the Old Republic.
1: Yeah, we already asked about Bioware. That was what was so smart about our question. Oh,
3: yeah. I thought thought for sure I'd landed on something with it being KOTOR, but you're right, it can't be. Are there, are, any, are there any platformers? Uh, this blinks the time cat.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just the head thing is throwing... Me, the, the, the hat thing is helpful in throwing me off.
3: <laughs> I think we can safely ignore the two functional... You no, know, because like, if you functional have headwear. a
1: functional headwear
3: in an Xbox game,
1: it's, de- it's not worried, Chronicles
0: of Riddick. Well, we know it's not sci-fi, right? I'm worried, he's, I'm, worried he's, I, oh, yeah, I'm worried that I I'm worried threw you guys off. He's a big bald dude. Hold on. What? Uh, you guys may get off on a technicality. <laughs> I think I told you the wrong generation. Is it a 360 uh, game? You asked if it was an Xbox exclusive. Well, we asked if so, it was PS2 okay. GameCube. It's on, it's on both consoles, is the problem. Oh. It came to both of them, that's the issue. Maybe yeah. it was released around
2: that time that the yeah. Xbox 360 was coming out. And so. It's on
0: both Xbox and Xbox 360. Ninja Gaiden.
3: Yeah. That would be the function. Did that come to or... both? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know that the exact game came to both, did it? Yes, well, Ninja, it was Ninja, Garden Garden Black and Ninja Gaiden Black was playable yeah. Black. only on 360 That's after it was ported from Xbox. D- but that was also made in Japan, and this is an American-made game. I never that, said it was American-made. Well, game. it's excuse me, it's not Japanese-made. Yeah, that was pretty clear. Japanese-made. Uh, Perfect Dark mm. was on was a 360 Zero was game. Zero was a 360 game. Yeah. I'm trying to think about okay, so I'm trying to think about games that were really really late OG Xbox, uh, like like Call of Duty Three or whatever it was mm. was like a 360 launch game, I think like King Kong. King Kong was. We already had that one though. Like launch era, like really, really early, really late Xbox and early 360. Mm. They, this is like this is like my that's really this, interesting. This is but. my spot too.
0: This is this is take, where Justin likes to take, be. Take two more questions before you guess the game, because I feel bad that you guys are.
1: Well, there, so there was psychonauts. Mitchell, can you help us out here?
0: Okay, good. Great.
1: Can you get it a friend?
4: <laughs>
1: get Ryan McCaffrey.
3: Yeah, good point, man. Ryan will be all over this, all
0: right, wouldn't
1: so he? So two more questions. Well, how are we gonna narrow this down? Should we get the if we can yeah. try to go for
0: a genre It is an Xbox platform exclusive that came to both Xbox and Xbox three sixty. But not first party. Not first party. Not made in Japan. Your character does wear <laughs> something. On their head. Their head. And it might not be a hat. It could and be I, a helmet or it could I'm be a... I'm pretty sure the character is supposed to be human. Pretty sure. And it was
1: reviewed positively,
0: but people don't I like didn't it now. I it was reviewed positively. You oh. did. I said it was actually received well, which might be a surprise to some yeah. people.
1: Oh, um, mm. what does that mean? I don't get... Well, I, what I meant by received well was reviewed positively, oh, so whatever. Yeah. So
0: it's the
3: opposite of being And
0: there positively. were No sequels. No sequels. And I, d- I couldn't tell you what the reviews were for the game, actually. Okay. No. I don't know, man. Should we just ask Can you? a platform?
3: And, we know, that and, you, we and you see know your character's that. skin. Yes. <laughs> so that does actually, I mean, I asked that question half as a joke, but that means it's not first person, so it actually couldn't even have been Riddick, although there's mirrors and stuff, I guess, if you want to get really weird. It's not Riddick. I know, but I'm just saying it's not a first person game. Uh, and we don't know for sure if do it's you, RPG, right? Do you shoot um, guns?
0: No. Not shoot guns. And it's not a sci-fi game.
3: Okay. I have an idea. All right. Could it be Voodoo I don't yeah. I don't think that came to three sixty. Maybe it did.
1: What about Oddworld?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Did Strangers Wrath come to three sixty and original Xbox? I don't remember. It's not psychonauts right no because no. that's
1: on ps2 i yeah. thought of that too yeah. what is odd i don't know anything about odd
3: yeah it could be odd world stranger's wrath maybe but you shoot guns in that game or you shoot, human, you shoot something you shoot a crossbow or something odd world he's a weird monster man yeah <laughs> was a human i don't know the lore of <laughs> odd world um all i remember is that hat he does wear a hat mm-hmm. that's true you know, don't you it. don't shoot guns nope I don't want to burn my last question on this. I'm trying to figure out the main verb by which you interact, like with the game. Like, mm-hmm. are you jumping on things, or sla- is it a slashy game? Is it a jumpy game? Right? Should we just get if it's a slashy game? Yeah, is it a slashy game? No. Well, don't shoot
1: guns or slash. All right. Well, that's it. We lost twenty questions
3: again. I, I give up. <laughs> if it's only a,
0: it's a non-violent game
3: on Xbox. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Is like, it a Fusion Frenzy? I still don't have it. All right. Your cool. character wears a crown. Okay. Crown. Is it that game with the
3: minion things? Oh, the Little King story was not on it. No, not
1: that one. Over,
3: uh,
0: Overlord? That. Overlord. Yeah. No, it's not Overlord. Overlord's really good. You could only get this game one place. Game one place. It's Sneak King. Yes. Oh! King. oh we would have it was licensed.
3: Yeah, I almost licensed. did. I almost did when you were talking about Riddick.
0: Sneak yeah. King, the Burger King uh, developed game. Oh,
3: boy. And the
1: disc played in both Xbox and 360. Yeah. Th- which is well, incredible. Yeah.
3: That crown, completely non-functional. It's, it <laughs> identifies him as royalty. Ornamentation. <laughs>
2: that was a good one. That was a really good one. It makes him more surprising.
1: Yeah. Uh it's not for fashion. I'm filing. It is for fashion. No, a, a
0: king wears his crown Ooh. just for
1: fashion. Yeah, Damon <laughs> has if a point. If you want a way out, you need to say he wears a a whole head. It's not a it's not a face. Yeah, it's a guy why, with a giant head
0: mask. But on But it, it's the Burger King mascot. It's the king. And I thought he was supposed to be like well, no. Person. But
3: Sam's asking the correct philosophical questions. Are you playing as an actual king? Are you playing as a man wearing a creepy? <laughs> <laughs> you are you?
1: Are so you, you an
0: oversized head. Stealth would be the genre. Yeah, yes, it yeah. would. And uh, sticking
1: with your Halloween selections too.
0: Yeah, even though yeah, Halloween is. It's not actually sticking with your sneaking. So. They're sneaking around in the dark. There they were deliver two people delicious Burger King. There hamburgers. were two
3: more of those Burger King games. And that was three. the only one that people that stuck.
0: Yeah, that's why I was. I wanted you guys to ask if the developer was still in business.
3: <laughs> <I'm> like, Yes, <laughs> well, is the developer Burger King? I don't know who the developer is. No, they
0: hired Blitz Games to make it. Uh, they're not, and Blitz is not no longer in business. But Bad. the publisher Burger King is still in business. <laughs> Burger King games. Sneak King being good is like a top ten surprise. I know, that's video that's, game that's what I was talking about. I think people were like legitimately surprised that that yeah. game was actually pretty fun. Yeah. I love that game. It's probably my favorite game. <laughs> um,
1: I can't
3: think of anything I like. Yeah, before. I can't
0: think of. Yeah, I don't know. Uh,
1: can you name the other two Burger King games?
0: And there was a cart racer one. No, I can't name them.
1: I can't either. Yeah. There's
0: oh, cart racer. But I, have them I, great. I think I think Sneak King of the three was really the only good one. Oh, for sure. Yeah. We, but people bought them because they are. Crazy for achievement points, yeah. like that's a really cheap way to get whatever. I think IGN gave it a six or seven. I think it's like a seven, yeah. yeah. I think Hillary Goldstein probably reviewed I it. I remember it, it yeah. The day, or maybe Eric Brodwick. Who knows? That old Xbox team. Uh, good suggestion. Did you Tyler. expect us to get that one? I didn't know if you'd get that one or not, but I, multiple people have suggested this one over the years, and I've wanted to use it for a long time. Well, thanks, multiple people. It was finally time for it was Sneak King's time.
1: Well, that continues our four
3: week losing <laughs> yeah. streak.
0: I'll take I'll take the blame for this one.
3: four week streak four week streak if it's an if it's an 80s game and we lose that's on Sam Yeah,
0: <laughs> which we have recently uh Friday the yeah that's pretty good no it was Nightmare that's uh yeah Nightmare on Elm Street yeah and uh Dead Island last week such shame Philip thank you for uh joining us for your first game scoop how was it it, it was did you awesome. have a good time absolutely yeah, thank that's you very, the very much most for having me. the most important thing is to have fun <laughs> I did
3: it's we'll too. turn the cameras off and ask you again. Yeah.
0: That's true. <laughs> uh, everybody, uh, if you're playing Mario out there, just like we are, I hope you're enjoying yourself. Or if you're playing uh, Wolfenstein or Assassin's Creed or Destiny 2, whatever. Yeah. It is. Stay some safe. So things to yeah. play video games. Yeah, that's true. That is all the scoops that we have for you this week. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Philip. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out.
4: Evil super powerful robot. Evil super powerful robot. Evil super powerful robot. Evil. Super powerful, evil. Super powerful robot, evil. Super powerful robot, evil. Super powerful robot, evil. Super powerful. Evil Evil. robot, bye bye.